Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. Okay, that's not quite right. Let's try that again. Hi, I'm Kayla, production manager, Amy Works. And this is Alicia, homeowner. And we're talking home home repair. repair. We have a special guest. Kayla from AmyWorks is here, flying solo. Amy uh, couldn't be with us today. And it's too bad because uh, we're going to do a case study, a bathroom remodel. You know, we'll just pick anyone who who might have a bathroom remodel. Yeah, so many. So uh, many. Who could we think of hmm, that might um, have? Just for oh. argument's sake. Okay. Let's say I'm doing a bathroom remodel oh, at my there house. there we go. Okay? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say you. <laughs> Actually, we are going to do a bathroom remodel. This is a guest bathroom at my house. Sujan and I have decided we've got two bathrooms to do, but we're going to start with the guest bathroom. And we decided to use it as a case study here on Let's Talk Home Repair. And we did do the case study, checked in with the Dadu project, but a lot of that was from the contractor's point of view. And so this bathroom case study is really going to be from the homeowner's point of view so we can learn how to best prepare for it, problems we might you know, run into in a real basis so we won't be talking too hypothetical. And I would also say probably pre-production perspective. Oh, exactly. Yeah, the DADU was happening. Yeah, that was that was going on. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, Kayla and I actually have an appointment. That's right. Next site Monday, visit. a site visit, and I will choose Amy Works, most likely. All right. Well, but the I first step we're doing that we're it. talking about in this project is getting – a general contractor, and getting that bid. And so you're going to come on site next week, and you're going to take a look at the space, and we're going to have a conversation. But as a homeowner, what should I be preparing and knowing before that conversation to be the most productive it can, and I assume the most accurate bid that we can get? Yeah, so every contractor does it a little different, but for us, we do call it a site visit. And what we ask is that the homeowners think about what they want. Mm-hmm. And that is it. That's but the like, only you, thing you have to be prepared. But how extensive on what you want? So we're looking for what you want in finish material. Let's just say you have a bathroom that has no tile. So naturally, you're craving some tile action. <laughs> Most people who don't have tile, they want the tile. People who have tile are thinking, I want that fancy floor that looks oh, like that tile, luxury... but it's not tile. <laughs> the luxury vinyl that looks like tile? <laughs> yeah. So that it's like waterproof and all yeah, that kind that of LVT. stuff? LVT. Yet sometimes it's not. Just looks like it. Right. Very tricky stuff. Right. Yep. Are you liking how that's looking no. in projects? No. No, yeah. go with the real stuff. Yeah, no there's just not there's to. nothing like it. I mean, the real thing has a sense of depth that you don't get yeah. from stuff that's supposed to look like, right? It. So, what if you came to the site visit and and I was saying, yeah, I'm talking about that kind of product. Would you talk about the pros and cons about a product, or do you just go in with exactly what the customer wants? No, I would absolutely talk about the pros and cons. One, I want to find out those first finishes of what you want. So if that is what you want, then I want to ask you why. Mm -hmm. 
And sometimes homeowners say, look, we know what's under here. We tried to do something before, and this is really what's going to work best. And I, well, okay, great. Hey, if you know some stuff and, and you've lived here, obviously I haven't. Right, great. right. Let's, right. let's go with that. Um, always go with your gut. Mm-hmm. If you don't know why as a homeowner, then I'm going to take an opportunity to educate in case there is that opportunity to educate and you really don't know and want to know more, mm-hmm. then maybe we can talk about that. And how much do you push back on on strange ideas, like maybe finishes that you would find in a kitchen or a bedroom and they want it in the bathroom? You know, I don't really push back at all. I mean, I welcome all the strange <laughs> ones, mainly because it's fun. Right. Uh, but I am definitely a why asker. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how strange or normal that is. I'm still going to ask you why. <laughs> because if you don't know why, then you don't know. And, and so, that's okay. Right. But let's like let's get to a point where we're like, nope, I know I want calico finish on my tile. Okay, great. I just want you to know that. Let's I want go. You, I want you to feel like, yes, I made that decision. You, yeah, so so talking about resaleability or crazeability, that's between you, your God, and your real estate agent, yeah. not you. No, not at all. Got and it. if someone's going to buy it, they should see all the hard work you put into it. <laughs> yeah. So what are you going to do in that site visit? So site visit, first thing is look at the space, see what I see for potential problems in case there are any, you know, water damage. Okay. Just so I can see it to see what kind of things I need to be thinking about when I do ask you questions like, oh, I see you have no tile. Are you looking to put tile in here? Mm-hmm. So I'm checking the health of the space and then uh, I'm looking and seeing how it's laid out how it's configured to see if I can maybe tell why something was done if it's kind of weird, like right. a weird location. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to ask right off the bat, what do you want in this space? Sometimes it's a plug and play is what we call it, where nothing footprint-wise changes. Right, okay. The bath stays where it is. The toilet stays where it is. But you just want new stuff. You're updating those items. Yeah, and so that is just a plug and play. Mm-hmm. Um And then if it's not a plug and play and you want something moved, then, you know, I start at the site visit taking some measurements, taking some photos Mm -hmm. um, so I can have some documentation of how it looks at that time um, for us to go further. Will you be going further into looking uh, into existing infrastructure outside of that room? Would you look a little deeper into, okay, that's a long run Mm -hmm. um, or this is a crazy ceiling um, you know, here here are some problems with you wanting to put your your shower head there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, if there is a change like that, and let's just say it is a shower head, I am going to want to look at. Well, do you, what's on the other side of this wall? And then you might say, oh, uh, a bedroom. <laughs> Can I go in and take a look? Right. Okay. Um, so totally to, to look at accessibility. Yeah. Of- totally dependent on the homeowner's answers and what they're thinking. Will you check out the attic or the floor that above that you'll be working on and below that you'll be working on? Or? No, not really. I mean, most of the time, I mean, personally, I've been doing this 16 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm already prepared. There's always going to be some buffer in there for venting, which is okay. going into the attic. You're doing a bathroom. Right. I'm sure you want a fan. Um, or if there already is a fan, I know there's already duct work. We're going to handle that or when not. we get there. Once you right. get up there. Or, yeah. <laughs> and either way, we're going to have to do it, right? We're right. obligated now. We've touched it. We've opened it. We own it. So you wouldn't check that out ahead, ahead of time to mm-hmm. say, oh, that vent, is. there's nothing going out of the building. It's just going up into the attic. No, no, because it doesn't change anything. 
You know, I mean, if it's if there's no venting, then when we come in to do our sub walkthrough, yeah, that's when we're going to get a little bit more intrusive. That's when I'm going to get up in your business. Okay. And look at stuff. And the reason why is because I'm doing it with my subs. So, but aren't I going to get nicked on that? If you don't check that it's not actually going out of the building and that's going to be something you need to do, is that an add-on? Well, so technically at the site visit, we're just talking about wanting to do a project where I say, I see, you know, let's talk about what you're thinking. Okay. And then Amy works, like I said, every general contractor does it different. What we do from there is called a professional services agreement. Okay. And um, we charge uh, for the subs and myself to come out, get dirty, figure some stuff out where they can put together some numbers. So So getting dinged is not really a thing because the electrician and I, we're going to go up and look. We're going to figure that out. There is no surprises because we're going to get in there and figure out if anything is an issue or not an issue. So I'm not going to get a, am I going to get a rough bid from the site visit? Not from the site visit. That is from our sub walkthrough where we give a ballpark range. Okay. And so so I'm going to have a site visit where you're just saying, yes, you are prepared. You have enough information you know more enough about what you want. Uh, we're talking about options, things mm-hmm. that could cost more or or less. Maybe maybe some creative solutions to what they're really wanting to to accomplish. Yeah, you're doing that. Yeah, and then I say, okay, yeah, I'm interested in that. So then, so I have seen no numbers at this point. Do you Correct. even do a non-binding ballpark? Yeah, I mean, we we can. Uh, you just basically would get one twice, or I can give it to you early versus at the sub walkthrough. Okay. So, I mean, there's an option for both, right? And so the sub walkthrough, is that something I have to pay for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, and what would that cost me? So that's $1,000. For you to come out to, it cost me $1,000 just to get real, a real bid. Yeah. Well, and it's real numbers and then an actual contract proposal. Yeah, okay. which with the proposal, you get to see your bathroom's full price. And we can do it for this price because you've only been up to this point working on a range. Right, know? okay. So this is going to be between 20 and 40. Okay. 40 and 70 or but whatever the range may be. Yeah, okay. So, so th- I will get that from the site visit. Absolutely. To say this is like a thirty to $50,000 job. Yeah, non-binding. And- Non-binding, right, right, right. <laughs> Just to say, is it worth me spending the thousand to get yeah. the bid? And so, does that that does that money go towards the bid, or that's just completely out? Like, let's say I say yes at yeah. that bid, and then do I get that back as part of the bid, or no. that's just gone? Yeah, it's gone. And the reason why is because it pays for our sub the time it takes to get the subs out, schedule them, right, and then are you needing to pay the subs? Uh, or not that they're that's their professional development time. Yeah, yeah, that is. Um, but it costs it, it's the cost for our time to get the bids from them. So the numbers, right? right. So if the plumber says, "Man, I can do this for twenty five hundred dollars," might not seem like a big and deal, that's but binding. he's also working for the next. Yeah, that's binding yeah. to you. Yeah, because that's going to be numbers I present to you got at it. the proposal. Um, but you know, you got to hound them. Everybody's busy. Everybody's four, six weeks out. Um, right, right. And so then we have to put all of those together and make sure that everything's correct, and then build you something that you can look at that says yes or no to. Okay. Or maybe, you know what? I want to do a revision. 
because okay. that's the other thing that that um, thousand covers is a revision as okay. well. Because I'm going to give you in the first proposal everything you said. Got it. And then when you're like, whoa, okay. It's like, all right, where can we save some money? (laughs) But it's harder to do that if I give you, you know, like lowest end first, right? Because don't you kind of want to know what we need to cut? Right. um, Instead of having to add, you have more revisions when you add versus just cutting. It's like you said you wanted all of this and here's where you can cut. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And say and or save something. This material that you're totally. thinking of, we have something kind of nearby it, and it could be that. Yeah. And so all that negotiation and, and uh, revamping. And math. Lots of math. Math. Oh, the math, I tell you, gets you. <laughs> Running the apps. Oh, and the you math, know, the, the calculators, the all the clicking. Uh, and <laughs> huh. It's 50 bucks a click, apparently, yeah, everybody. It's here. so much stuff. <laughs> I got to write a bunch of stuff, but yeah, do no, most, it's, it's a whole thing, you know, just to get it all put together. Do most general contractors, uh, pay for that step or know, I mean charge for that step? It's funny that you asked that actually, because like the step is totally different for a lot of them because that's where you see on trucks. Like we, we give free estimates, right? Well, that's a lot an of, estimate. Yeah. Basically that's that free site visit that I'm doing. Like as you're well. giving me a free estimate. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not a proposal. So. I would say definitely most of them charge that next step because people want something that they're going to. Next step is yes or no. No. Sure. Um, as part of that proposal, is that when we start talking time frame? Yeah. Like we will have it's will cost you this much and we'll get it done within this time frame. You so know, we, or we you know we can't get you on the schedule till another four months, but then it yeah. will take six weeks or four weeks or. Eight weeks, whatever. It will yeah. Take. So with our process, once you approve the proposal, then I uh, take everything I just did and put it into a schedule. Okay. Oh, I, a whole project schedule. A as whole well yeah, as a start. from beginning to end, from the time we you know demo something to pick up a broom for the very last time. Okay. Um, build the whole project out, and then we also check during that time while I'm building it. I'm on the phone, making sure that my subs are fitting within my time frame. Got it. Also based on what the client has chosen, where are we at with materials? Are right. your doors 14 weeks out? Because I could start, let's just say, next yeah. week, <laughs> but if we're not going to get your door till 14 not weeks down the yeah, let's wait, right? Yeah. So we kind of have to, materials, truthfully, are the things that hold up projects the most. Not um, subs? No, not subs. Most of the time, my subs are within two weeks of where I need to be, mm-hmm. mainly because I'm talking to them. All the time, you know, anyway. Every, every time, sure. when I when one calls me about one job, hey, while I have you, remember, yeah, yeah. we're doing this this time this day. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they need me as much as I need them. So, right, <laughs> right. Otherwise, we're not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everybody's just standing around. Yeah, waiting but for like you know, Ferguson's Build.com, you know, they're selling stuff left and right. They could care less to pick up my call. So when I need to know where your medicine cabinet's at, right. So that's a lot harder. Um, when do you talk about materials? Is it part of that $1,000 process? Um, are we talking about specific materials there? Yeah, I mean, I want to talk. And suppliers? Yeah, I want to talk actually at the site visit. Okay. You know, I want to see, because those are things that help me make the proposal. So I'll give a example. Um, I'm going to ask you your non-negotiables. Got it. Right? Like, what do you, no matter what happens... What do you have to have out of this this new bathroom? Okay. Right? Yeah. And um, 
I don't know if any of you know Amy at Amy Works, but Amy likes to talk <laughs> about toilets. So I'm going to use toilets as an example. Um, we had a client in the past who they wanted this toilet, and it was a non-negotiable. Uh, that toilet ran $5,000. $5,000. Yeah. What yeah. did it do for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did it have a built-in bidet or something? Yeah, it was, you know, it was basically a transformer. You know, it was cool. Um, it did things that you can't imagine. Right, so they're non-negotiable is this toilet that's $5,000. So one of the line items in the proposal is plumbing fixtures, uh, right? So at the site visit, let's go all the way back to the beginning. I've asked you these things, and you've said that toilet, that $5,000 toilet. And now I'm putting together the proposal, and I know one of your plumbing fixtures. I don't know all of them, but I know one of them. Mm-hmm. And I know it's 5000 so my, I have to put an allowance in there that says, hey, Alicia, you got $6,300 to spend for plumbing fixtures. 5000 of that sixty three is, is, one, for your, is toilet. your toilet. Yeah. So, you know, selections are huge because it helps create. If I know you're looking at this range of stuff yeah. versus this range of stuff, it's going to change a lot. For sure. Um, and so and, as a homeowner, it's, it really behooves me, even yeah. on that site visit, to even think about, okay, what are my, because right now, as you say that, I'm not sure, I may not have any non-negotiables, but right. it would be good to know what that is and and maybe a tier of them. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd be really nice, but if you have a better idea, or it'd be really nice, but if the material is, you know, very expensive, you know, it's certainly not worth that much to me, whatever. Yeah. And so that's good to have at the site visit. Yeah, and a lot of times it's it's me being an advisor to your thoughts too. Like right. you might say something, and I get this a lot at site visits. So I was thinking, I'm not sure if we can. And right. I get that all the time, and it stops right there. And I always tell people, just assume we can. Because tell you me. can do everything. Yeah. It's a matter of money. What they really mean is, I don't know if I can afford it, but right. – I'm interested in this. Or there is the worst. I mean, like, this is the sad part of it is they they met with a contractor once in their life who said, well, you can't put a, a shower niche in this wall. And they didn't tell them why. Right. So so maybe So maybe they're you scared can. that you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. But mm. I want to know if you if you think you want it. Sure. Um, and I take I take a lot of notes. I take a lot of pictures. And then some of the things that we do is we take the pictures and then we draw on them. And we, and we draw the things that the client thinks they want in that space on that picture. Mm-hmm. So a picture of the current shower, let's say you're keeping the tub, but you want to add a niche. I'm going to draw one. Right. And right. so we have all of this built up, you know, um, either non-negotiables or thoughts about the space. Mm-hmm. So by the time we get the subs out there, I can look at my sub, Justin, who's a plumber, and say, hey. This is exactly what we're thinking. Check it. We're thinking this. And he says, yeah, easy. Or, yeah, I'm going to need to look downstairs, though. And I say, great, okay. And so that's why we get in a little bit more there. Yeah. But I don't pretend to know their stuff, and they don't pretend to know mine. And sometimes they'll say, well, if you're going to, remember, I'm going to need this from you. And I say, awesome, great. And so in that conversation, part of that, the thing they might need is more time. Yeah. I can't, you know, I can't do this in four hours anymore. This is now a full day, or this is a day and a half now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the other thing is our subs are really good about <laughs> they linger. And before they get to the front door, they're checking out any of your bushes. And they look like, you know, they're over here all over your property. And there's been a couple of times where I've had to call out. I see Justin pop out. And he's like, hey, what's up? And I was like, what are you doing in there? Get out of there. You know? But they're looking because they're already assuming, okay, 
I was told sub walkthrough for a bathroom. So the first, they're already kind of thinking ahead. Like, man, I wonder, what do they got on the outside? Wow, look at this siding. Or, oh, okay. wow. Um, so, for their work or just for yeah. future work? or For their work. You know, oh, like, okay. I wonder, I should check that before I go in. You know, and I do the same thing when I show up on a house, at a house. I because look at the outside. Because they're locked into what they told you, too. Yeah, for sure they are. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is, so we, we've talked about the site, and we're talking about what the project, kind of negotiating fi- the finer details of mm-hmm. and where the rubber hits the road type of things. Do you prefer person a homeowner to work with a designer first or to have drawings themselves or no I like it either way really um I just like someone who wants to talk it out okay the hardest thing for me if I'm being totally honest is someone who doesn't want to work with a designer but also doesn't want to talk about it sure because then I feel like I'm designing it for you and you're just setting your setup sweat yeah because I don't know if you like snowy white or off-white, and it makes me nervous. Right. Right? When right. someone says, yeah, just pick out a white. I want you to pick out a white. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but as long as they can talk with you, yeah. I think that's like, for me, that's the biggest thing. Um, Will we get into that kind of detail on the proposal level of saying, yeah. these are the paint colors we're going to be putting I in? I mean, if, if you know it, you know. Okay. Um, if you told me, let's just say at the site visit and again at the sub walkthrough, because now we're doing this thing and you've had time to think about it. Right. Um, and you say, you know what? I was thinking, I do want yellow. I want a pale type of yellow in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. When At the time that I go to make your proposal, it's a scope of work, basically. Yeah. So it's going to have as much detail as I can put in there. And a little asterisk if there's something that's needing to be determined. Uh, asterisk saying client is thinking pale yellow samples will need to be um, procured for whatever you know okay. what I mean. So I mean we get we put as much in there as we can. And so then you will will you allow a certain amount for paint saying yeah okay they don't know at this point we're going to do generally paint that you put in uh, a bathroom yeah and so if they end up you know getting this brand mm-hmm. which is you know. $15 more a gallon. And that's what the pictures help too with the measurements because I'll take a picture and I'll write, you know, I'll draw a little line from this wall to this wall. I've got eight feet. And then, you know, I can, at the time of the proposal, look back at all my notes and I can say, okay, well, I've got 22 square feet or <laughs> whatever it is. And a paint, a paint. That's what I need for this or for that. Okay. Um, so really detailed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the best way to do it. You know what I mean? It's the best way to do it, of course. You know, I'm just yeah. saying. You're going to do it. You're going to do it right. What more advice would you give at, at, uh, for a homeowner at this stage? At this stage, I would say to think positive. Mm-hmm. I think it's so sad. I've seen it a couple times where clients have said at the end of a project, not due to like us or anything, right. but I really wish I would have done blank. Yeah. And sometimes it's because someone didn't say something. Because you thought, no. Um, think positive. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our job. This is what we're here to do is to make dreams come true because this is what we've chosen to do for a living. I'm so, prepared so, for that. And so to talk out loud all the time. Yeah. If there's something that doesn't sit right with you, even during the project, to say, wow, I thought that was going to be this. Um, and so when you get that proposal mm-hmm. to really go through it with, with line you, by line, line by yeah. line and say, read it all. 
and say, well, how would this look against this? Mm-hmm. And both of you can say, oh, yeah, we didn't think about that, or I didn't think about that, or that's not in your proposal, so let's make that yeah. clear. A project is a living, breathing thing. Mm-hmm. You can try to think of everything all at once, but there's going to be things that we just naturally, let's cross that bridge when we get there maybe, mm-hmm. or you know, something like that. But yeah, I mean, think super positive. Um, some of my clients right now, I, I tell them on a, on a Saturday or Sunday, I don't care. I want you to text me your thoughts so that you don't forget. I'm your second brain. Right. Okay. Um, and one time I got a text that just said access. And I was like, <laughs> um, wait a minute. What? Well, reminded you to ask them. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah. And then I did next week and I was like, hey, you said something about access. And they were like, oh, thank you for reminding me. And I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. We're a team. That was perfect. You know, I'm yeah. your project manager, but this is your project. Yeah. So we need to be like best buds all the time from the beginning too. That's the best time. Let's be on the same page from the get. And continue to use you as a resource. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. For questions and changes you might want to make. Yeah. We, uh, Amy and I went out to see someone and they said, well, my sister's really good at this stuff. And I said, well, why don't we meet your sister? Right. right. Like I'm all about like, hey, let's go grab a Drink. Let's get some coffee. Let's do something. Like, if you think your sister's great at designing, awesome. Yeah. Let yeah. me work with your sister. And would you really? Yeah, I'd love to talk to your sister. <laughs> What's the family doing Friday nights? I'm in. <laughs> I'm all for it. How does uh, the contingency part of the proposal work? It's a good question. And um, how do you t- determine how much to put in it? Yeah. So it is based off of, it's definitely something that's at the end. So we obviously do all of the other stuff first, you Mm -hmm. know, fixtures, labor, whatever that may be. And then um, it's a certain percentage of the project. But a contingency is for everybody's benefit. It's for the unforeseen. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people will say a contingency is if we need more money. That is the wrong way to think about a contingency. Okay. A contingency is at, just like I said, for the unforeseen. I am never going to be able to guess everything that's in that wall. Right. I mean, I'll be pretty close, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'm going to miss something. Or you thought that that floor didn't have asbestos. Mm, Wrong. It did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we can only know so much. And so a contingency covers that cost. Things like that. Yeah, because— Or you open that up and there's some rot and you have to replace a subfloor or something. Yeah. If I'm being totally honest to all listeners out there, a change order is going to cost you more than that line item contingency on your proposal. So that contingency, do I pay that regardless if we use it or not? Or is that kind of something that is... personal preference for contractors. What Um, do you guys do? So honestly, most of the time it gets used. used, um, Because we don't do a large contingency... Um, amount for any project. Our okay. percentage is pretty low, okay. mainly because we're really pretty good. It sounds right. like I'm patting myself on the back here, but we are. I mean, we're pretty accurate. Right. right. Um, and then some other companies like here in Seattle, I know that they will give the contingency amount back okay. completely, the whole thing at the end. Okay. Um, so just be careful on what that proposal says. Yeah. And some end. people, depending on how high your contingency is, they will opt actually if they get it back based on the company to pay for change orders because they want that money back. So it, it's like, it's totally personal preference of the homeowner and the company, but um, ours is small enough because it's not, we're not here to make money off a contingency line item. We're here to save you and us because we're in the moment. Yeah, if there's yeah. rot, 
we could stop your project altogether and that could be a pain. Yeah. Or we could just use this contingency. You won't even have to know and we're rocking and rolling. Okay. So what kinds of things might you include in the proposal that would not be covered by your proposal or not covered by the contingency or, you know, we'll use the contingency up to that, but if Mm -hmm. it, uh, and and I'm thinking the foreseen or the, the unforeseen, unforeseen. Yeah. not the I changed my mind. Right. No, the change sure. my mind is a different thing altogether. Yeah. Um. So unforeseen is definitely think of it like this. And unforeseen is anything that's building materials. So you're not going to go out with me to Home Depot and pick your two by fours. Right. Um. But uh, we won't be using contingency on selections. So I gave you that 6300 remember, for plumbing fixtures. Yeah. 5000 was for the toilet. You picked out some other things. And now you're over sixty three. That's a change order. Okay. Yeah. They're not going to roll that into the proposal at all. It's like instead no. of the $5,000 toilet, you found the 6000 that you want. That's another 1000 just out of your pocket right now, not right. part of the proposal. And the reason why it sounds well, harsh. That makes a lot of sense, though. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. like you say, it's an allowance. It is an allowance. Yeah. yeah. And and the other reason is because if we do that, technically, we don't like to start jobs till we either have all the materials mm-hmm. or have an ETA for all the materials. Mm-hmm. Because we can get into that issue where we start a demo Oops, we're not gonna have that door for 14 weeks because I changed my mind. And, we're, yeah. we're stopped. So if we start using contingency on materials, we don't have any for when we start. Got it. So we just don't feel like that's one fair to you as the client, your project, and um, and the cost at the end. I mean, right. it just eats it up, you know. Yeah. On materials. So what might happen that wouldn't be. Uh, covered by that contingency at all, mm. you know, or you would say whatever comes up, we have that five or 10 or 20% contingency and we'll eat it up. And then above that is now an additional change order or, yeah. or do you eat that at some point? Does the company eat that at some point? You know, we do a lot of that actually where we eat some of the costs cause it's just, Man, it's not fair to you. It's not fair to us. It's just not fair in general. On those ones where no one's gonna win, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We'll, let's just get let's just get you to where you need to be. Yeah. Um, Unless it was something major. Yeah, I mean, and we're talking thousand, right? You know, I mean, this is major, major. Um, but uh, like things that doesn't relate to the project that like underneath the wall was full of termites. Yeah. And so your bathroom's gonna fall. Because, you know, it can't yeah. hold up your tub anymore. Yeah, that's... That's like, okay, that's, that's not part of the bathroom. No. So you need to go get that fixed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we offer at that time always to help fix those. Sure, With sure. a change order, or we can tell the clients who we recommend, and we can say, do you want to work with them privately? Okay. Um, so the components is, go- is going to be the proposal. Within the proposal, you're going to have um, flat rates and allowances, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a contingency. Yeah. And that's what's going to be in the proposal. Correct. And everything that is additional money is called a change order. Yeah, anything that changes the cost or timeline. Also, we do $0 change orders in case something changes and it change, and maybe it was you said, I'm going out of town, change of... uh change my mind. We can't work this week. If you don't want us in your house that week, that changes the schedule. We'll just do a $0 change order that says, hey, will you approve the fact that we're not working this week? Right. Because you said so. 
<laughs> right. And you have to approve that it may have unforeseen impacts yeah, on the schedule altogether. Yeah. It's not automatically going to go down just a week. Yeah, exactly. Because you, know, yeah. you had plans for, for people yeah, on certain for things. people, materials, who knows. So be very careful when you yeah. ask for a schedule change order. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you ask for, I mean, in a change order, some people just say, you know, I changed my mind. I want um, leaded glass doors. Okay. Well, if you want it, we can source it. We can present you with a change order. Mm-hmm. You get a chance to review it before we get it. Right. And then approve it or say, <laughs> never mind. Not worth that. I uh, didn't, <laughs> didn't mean that. Uh, just joking. Um, and, we'll, we'll do that door some other time. <laughs> and you know, too, it's like hard because sometimes it's totally like doors at the beginning of this year to doors now. Right. All the people who said no to doors in January are so better mad. mad. Yeah, Real mad, mad. You know? Um, so, because you know, now you can get them because uh, yeah, materials are cheaper, are yeah. doing doing yeah. better now. Yeah, they are doing better. Um, but that's that's a real thing, you know, when you're sitting there looking at change orders. Um, and then like scope creep, yeah, right, uh, is another way to say change order, right? Uh, <laughs> but you, you only know, use one, or are they different? In no, some we way? use we use change order, right? Okay. But that I was thinking for contingency, if you decided, hey, since you're here. Could you just, yes, but we're, the contingency is for the project, not for this one thing you're having us do while we're here. That's not how that works. Interesting. So it isn't just this little bucket of money that even if things are going smoothly, I can't find other ways to spend that money. Right. Because you never know. You just, you never know. Um, And unforeseen, most of the time is, is considered stuff at the beginning that we uncover. But at the same time, um, one of our projects just recently, we've painted thousands of walls in our time and we painted this wall. We came back the next day and it completely bubbled and For whatever we, yeah. we have no idea why. Yeah. Um, and we had to sand all the paint off. We actually had to sand past drywall mud, remud it, oh my reprime gosh. it, paint oh my it. Gosh. It bubbled again. And I mean, we're at a loss right now of like, what is happening? Now, that right there is we're finishing. We're at paint at this point. Right, right. right. So your project has gone smoothly. And uh, at the end, you never know. You never know. That was unforeseen. I could have never guessed. Nothing else bubbled. It was that one wall that bubbled. What do you think it is? So, you know, after we all did some digging, because we were like, what is happening? (laughs) Uh, We we realized Were you guys painting or a contractor? No, we were doing the painting. Okay. Yeah. Um... And uh, I don't know if any of you know Amy at Amy Works, but Amy talks about <laughs> painting uh, as well. So our crew is very well versed in painting, <laughs> and they were very upset. Um, so we started doing some digging, and you know what's funny is we realized from the basement, the homeowners had cleared out the basement that we were remodeling and put it all into a cellar room. Mm. The cellar room is an unfinished room. It had the concrete and it's everything. A cellar. Yeah. 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 Uh, so with all the concrete and everything, well, some of their stuff was blocking the vent. Oh, moisture! Yeah, moisture started just collecting there. In there, in there. Um, so we opened the door and what felt like a, like, you know, whoosh of air coming at you felt like muggy, wet air. Wow. Yeah. And, uh. I just would not have got, I mean. 
That's the only thing so far that we have found because we opened that door, we stuck a fan to blow air around, plus we blew the air, a fan in there to blow it back out Yeah, or to suck it out. Um, did rolled, you put a dehumidifier in there? We did, actually, yeah. yeah. We got a dehumidifier down there. Uh, came back the next day. And it bubbled? No. Oh, And everything, we rolled the paint on, no big deal. Everything was fine. Wow. Yeah. But what a thing to think about. Never seen that coming, ever, in a million years. I, w- I could Not have never guessed that. Not by just one that. little vent. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole room. I mean, it was, it's a lot of concrete. I mean, the walls were yeah. eight, nine feet high. Wow. Yeah. So. Man, it's so funny. Right, when you think you know, you know something. Yeah, and then <laughs> something like that happens, you're like, that is never going to happen to it, me no, again. Never. Because I'm going to say, we're painting How's the ventilation? Yeah, right now. everybody. Oh, man, you should have heard our crew. They were just, I'm carrying a dehumidifier. I was gonna, I'm carrying a fan. I'm getting a moisture reader. I, mean, I was we going to say, I, the we moisture reader and temperature be right there yeah. all the time from yeah. now on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, but even that was at finish, like I said. So, yeah, you know, it's not just the rot. What else should I be looking at uh, at that proposal? When you get the proposal together, what should I be double-checking and make sure that I'm comfortable with, that I understand? Yeah, uh, it's reading the details. Um, so contractors have a really weird language that um, most people don't understand. I'm not totally sure we understand it. We say a lot of things <laughs> like, hey, I got to go get that. I was talking to a client the other day. I got to get some backstrap for um, your doors now. Backstrap is a type of meat that, you, you know, butchers would, I'm assuming. Would use that yeah. term too, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, backstrap is a piece of trim detail that makes flat stock trim a little prettier. So here's the thing. You can use backstrap and nobody knows what you're talking about. Well, anyway, we're going to use those terms that you don't understand also in your proposal. Okay. So one so by ask. four flat stock. If you at all, like, frown because you're like, no. Nah, I don't know. Then circle that, call it out and say, hey, can you just, how, how much is a one by four? Yeah. You know, tip of the trade here, tips and tricks. One by four is never one by four. Right. So, you know, right. It's, it's less than a, than one and less than four. four yeah. Um, so if you don't know what that means, ask. Mm-hmm. Um, when it says on the proposal, we're painting the walls, but we're not painting the ceiling. Is that what you meant? Did you say your ceiling paint was fine and, and you only wanted new wall paint? Um, so it, it's all the details. It's really just reading the words. Yeah. Knowing that you know that I'm not, I'm not saying anything crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to read crazy when you read backstrap, but it means something super serious. Like right, you right. wanted that trim detail. Yeah. Um, and then asking for clarification. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a picture. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, it might not be words that tell you what one by four is. Right, right. Um, maybe I need to send you a photo and an email. Mm-hmm. Totally doable. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to approve this if you don't understand. Right. That's no fun. Well, because you're going to have a question. That question's going to nag. Yeah. And then you're going to start right off with a weird relationship. Mm-hmm. Or Which you're going to be at the end yeah. where you're going to say, man, I wish I would have... I don't want to hear that from any of my clients. Yeah, it is like, like the oh, saddest Oh, I didn't understand moment. that trim was going to kick out so far. Yeah. And then, it, you know, it puts contractors and the clients in an awkward spot. Yeah. Because what if you didn't understand because you didn't want to ask me, which it's okay to ask. Right. 
And then I go to Dunn and spend $2,400 on trim. Mm -hmm. Well, now I already bought it. Yeah. Right? Right. Or, you know, and God forbid like, it's custom. Yeah. And that's why it's just, there is no dumb question from client to contractor. You mm-hmm. should ask rule of thumb, something on every line item. Yeah. You really should. There should be something you need to know. And during the project, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, because you're going to have subs coming in. Yeah. And they may not have the best communication, mm-hmm. you know, that it's okay to go to your GC, your project manager, to say something that he's doing here doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And can you explain that to me? Or, you know, I'm feeling leery about this. I tried to ask them about it and I still don't understand. Yeah. You know, is that acceptable? Absolutely. Well, because you may not be there when that sub is there, but I can still call you. Absolutely. I mean, you can call, I'm available and I make that known. I'm mm-hmm. available at any time. Mm. Uh, text through Builder Trend, because that's the uh, system that we used. You can message through Builder Trend, email okay. or call. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is to remember that, yeah, subs, they're going to put it in the language that they use too. Right. So, you, you know, can be their translator. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm supposed to do. So when it says, well, the electrician is going to do 250 amps and you're like, hey, where's that circuit for my AC unit? Right. Well, it's right there. They're going to do the 250 amp. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. I might need to tell you and it's that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But let's make sure that you feel okay about yeah. it. So, yeah, I would say read all the words. All, all the words. All of them. And ask all the questions. All the questions. Whenever they come up. Yeah, whenever. Uh, one of our clients just recently, we're getting ready to start, and they said, sorry to be that annoying client already. And I was like, never, not at all. Seriously, it's so okay. I want you to ask because I want you to be okay. What is something I shouldn't do? <laughs> Or mm. that's a that's a strong word, but that isn't as productive as I might think it is. Something you shouldn't do. <laughs> I'm gonna say the same thing. Honestly, this sounds crazy that I tell everybody else. Don't say you know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I love you all, but you don't know. <laughs> you, you, don't you don't know. know. Have you been doing this for sixteen? Yeah, you don't know. Years? Then yeah. you don't know. I mean. <laughs> There's been a couple of clients where, oh, I know, I know that. Yeah, my uh, family member's contractor. Oh, okay, cool. They know that. Then. Right, <laughs> not you. Um, because sometimes it's better to explain it to you, even though you think you know. Sure. Because something in our process has changed. Got it. For example, material. Mm-hmm. Hey, just so you know, Sherwin-Williams is not doing blank anymore. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, don't. Stop. <laughs> you don't know. I just found out this morning. You don't know. I right? just found out this morning. Okay, this is breaking news. Okay? You can't say yeah. Um, but I think it's because people think. Well, and it can I be a habit. You know, yeah, it and is. Just, yeah. and, and, it's, and protective. Well, and so it's you can't like you don't want to seem like you don't know. But let me tell you, your contractor doesn't know either. So I'm telling you something that's important. Um <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I think when you say that, okay, if I'm not I don't sure. know, and if the contractor knows, then who knows? Well, someone's going to know. <laughs> That's the thing. And you're going to be closer to that person who does know. Yeah, absolutely. Got I it. got a better chance of knowing before you know. <laughs> so don't tell me you know, because then that's not helpful. Uh, that's that's good because I mean I think it is it's a tendency, mm-hmm. you know, to um, either move along 
Like that's not an important thing. Yeah. And it probably is going to be an important thing if you're mentioning it. It's going to impact something maybe. Yeah. And, and so I it's think- it's okay to spend time on that. It is okay to spend time. And I think that when you spend time on things, it's important for the client to realize the contractor's shoes a little bit on that. Like I am trying to tell you everything because I'm scared to death right. that you're not going to be happy. Right. Or I'm, I'm, for example, I'm taking your money for this project. Yep. I really, really want to make sure you know. Um, but to anybody, whether you're a contractor, whether you work in tech, whether you're customer service, whether you're flipping at McDonald's, I don't know what it is, Mm -hmm. but there's nothing more frustrating than like not being heard. And then someone asks you a question that you tried to say and you're just, wait a minute, twilight zone. What? Right. I swear we had this conversation. Right. So it's out of like kind of cautiousness where I'm just trying to make sure you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, your schedule is going to change. And then and here's that's a, why. That's a really good point. I think, uh, and I think that is helpful to just say, just take a breath. Yeah. Just give it the time that it may need for that communication piece. Even if you think you know. Yeah. You know? Or the person. Maybe that's a big deal for them. Yeah. You know, I yeah. can tell you my carpenters right now. I remember one of our guys we did, hired uh, this year. And I said, okay, just go ask the homeowner. And he was so funny. Cause he goes, wait, you want me to talk to him about right. like something serious? Right. When you're not the one who's normally talking about pretty serious decisions, mm-hmm. you get this anxiety a little bit. Right. Same with the subs. I've had subs say, well, do you want to call the homeowners and ask? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do want to call them. I'm absolutely fine doing it. But sometimes there's things that people are afraid to say, Alicia, I'm really sorry, Yeah. but I found this, or this isn't going to work. And that moment for them is scary. It is. Oh, heck yeah. I mean. I think that's the only thing that the home shows do well is that that anxiety of, oh, I don't want to make that call. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it's, I think those all shows also do kind of a disservice, mm-hmm. that whole idea of, all right, Give us your house. Give us yeah. this room. Come back in six, you know, weeks, and look what's gonna happen. It just, it, it's not like that. You're a partner. <laughs> you're part of every day oh, of yeah. it, or you should be. You should be because you might be pleased, but yeah. you may not. And right. But not- having that real, honest conversation is what's important. Yeah. Um, I did a site visit, and before I got back to the office, they had paid for the PSA. They wanted that proposal. They were so jazzed. They were pumped because I said, so what's, what's important to you? Right. And they said, I just want direct and honest. And I was like, oh, we are so going to be friends. <laughs> yes. This is going to work. This is my jam. Right. Because if I can be upfront and honest and so can you. Yeah. It really is all about communications. It's about trying to get as many ideas and using your uh, contractor as your partner in thinking through those ideas and how they may impact your project uh, real physically and financially, mm-hmm. time-wise, those, all those little impacts that might happen. And Talk ask, it out. Ask questions, man. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited. We'll do an update on how the site nice. visit goes. That's right. But thank you so much, Kayla. Oh, thank you, Alicia. Makes me wonder. 
This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.